Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Time for episode 640 of Who Charted? The show where. Oh, yeah, good call. <laughs> you know, some fucking dick just broke into my Twitter. I'd have just changed my password. I'm discombobulated. Wow. 642. <laughs> Who Charted? <laughs> You've reached Checkpoint Coachella on the road to summer 2023. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray. A.K.A. Chart Link Later, Howard Kramer. With me as always, Brett Peter Piedro, Piedros Morris, A.K.A. Starred. What's up, Starred? How's it going, man? Uh, I'm you sorry know, to hear about that. You got double whammy. I've never messed up the intro like that. Oh, I don't worry the about the right. intro. I'm just worried about you got hacked. I mean, like saying? 10 minutes ago, I tried to go on Twitter and it's like some somebody in London tried to log on to your Twitter, logged on to your Twitter from an iPad. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't me. Log on to I mean? yours or to the who charted one? It's got to be to yours, right? Mine. Okay. I mean, I got a crazy lifestyle, but I don't think I would have blacked <laughs> out on London yesterday or whatever like that. You know, I might have wound up in West L.A. or something. I don't know, but not London. And um, yeah, so I changed it. We'll see what happens. We'll see how many other sites of wow. mine are infiltrated. <laughs> Maybe it was Elon Musk. Yeah, He's Musk might have done it. Yeah. What I do? How'd I get in on his radar? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Next thing I know, the Sci-Tai knows about me, too. Yeah. Coming at me. I got to go to Elon for protection from Sci-Tai. <laughs> this is how uh, conspiracy people think. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah. It's like them. Yeah, yeah the world you just is like, went to a whole thing like I didn't even understand. Like, you just jumped. I gave you the yeah. Elon kernel, and then you jumped to something else. Yeah. And you're running. Well, that's it. the way whack jobs think. It's like, yeah. it's me and George Bush and yeah. you know, Celine Dion. <laughs> We're the three pivotal characters in this whole thing. <laughs> right. You got to figure it out just from your yeah. internet search. Yeah. Crack the code. But, um, but it is exciting. It is Coachella weekend, and we'll talk about all that. The festival season is upon us on the road back to summer, and um, we'll discuss that with a friend of the show who's standing by. Here he comes now. Headed to the Chart Orchard. You know him from appearances on this show, appearances all over the country, and from Apple TV's Shrinking. Please welcome back to the charts, Matt Knutson. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, Howard. Thank you, Brett. A pleasure does not begin to cover it. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Happy to be here. And uh, uh, as I was in the shoot waiting to, to enter, I heard you guys talking about conspiracy theorists. And I, I have a theory about that. And it's just that, they, that stupid people get to think they know something other people don't. That's why they latch on to them. Right. Yes. Yes. So, 
it gives them that false currency of of knowledge but you couldn't explain Occam's razor to someone who really believes in conspiracy theories. Right. Well, it reminds yeah. me of this show. We we know everything that's going on with music genre. <laughs> right. I can't keep my Twitter protected. Uh, it always just seems like like people who have I don't know haven't experienced that much outside of watching TV and movies and <laughs> yeah. video games like where they really think the world is just a, a very simple plot line like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's about and it's just yeah. everything. Ha- and it's just too boring. Otherwise, like it just has right. to be this thriller. Uh, yeah. Plot line. And they also, yeah. they also think that they're the only ones to the, have access to the internet. They're like, no, I <laughs> yeah, researched exactly. all this stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that the main characters of the story always have to drop little riddles and clues everywhere. Yeah. It's right. all Never cryptic. content to just hide. Right. These little breadcrumbs. I can't give it to y'all at once. Your mind can't handle yeah. it. Yeah. You can't okay. handle it. Just make sure you leave, you. make sure you leave the secret society symbol across everything you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why, what, like, why, doesn't it, it should confuse them, like, why the information is so secret. You know what I mean? Like, you learned <laughs> yeah. how to breathe. Someone taught you how to breathe for free. <laughs> All these other things are free, but, mm, this, this important stuff is, uh, right. yeah. Yeah. Skull and Bones is really uh, running everything, but they let people think it has something to do with, like, you know, and baby powder. Right. Yeah, you got you can. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. And then even with Epstein, like, okay, a pedophile island exists, but then why before they had it underneath a pizza hut? And st- I mean, there's just always a weird. Even <laughs> even if they're somehow right, it's still they still they still make get it, it all weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Nostradamus, he had to say it weird. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. true. I think there's also that thing where, like, if you make a thousand predictions. At least one or two of them might happen. Some of them will know. stick. Yeah. yeah. It's like Babe Ruth. How many times did he point to the bleachers before he hit that home run? Then they're like, oh, yeah, he made the call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see a super cut of that. Yeah, where it's just like foul ball. Yeah. Grounded out, hitting to a double play. And it's just him pointing and it's ineffective. I thought the story behind that was he was telling off the pitcher or something. Like, if you really watch the footage, it looks like he's just pointing at the pitcher, just going like, You piece oh, of shit, Jack. you owe me? Yeah. Oh, you owe me a hundred bucks from poker last night. You yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. I'd never seen that footage, but I do have to say, Babe Ruth has one of my favorite quotes of all time. He said, uh, the loudest booze always come from the cheapest seats. Ah. so true. The people who are the least invested in your thing are right. always chirping the loudest. Yeah. That sounds like Ric Flair could have said that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, right on. Exciting to have you in. Exciting to talk to you about all that's happening with you and uh, the world at large. Uh, right now, let's take a look at the music chart. First of all, I'm going to wrap the history of recorded music. Here we go. Music. We used to play LPs, eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. If you're a chartist, let me hear you scream. Tunes. Tunes. 
Right on. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. I left out the NFTs part because it's just, it's a lull. I think they'll yeah. come back, but nobody cares right now. I think now it's been taken. All. I think the new rhyme is chat GPT. Oh, let yeah. me try that. Uh, wait, for the music chart? Yeah. Or like, you know, I think that AI business is going to take over whatever NFTs okay. is going to do. Let me check. You should pay a pay. Hey, interviewed. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, I just heard you go into like full on code vision. That's, it's a Diet Coke. I'm back on the Diet oh, Coke. Oh, wow. Okay. That was crazy. It was like a rewind. Like the tape yeah. in your head was rewinding. Uh, Except uh, I missed the one part where I needed to punch in. Sounded like this. We used to put these. Now we download and we stream. What's, What's next? next? GPT? Yeah. AI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the move is to have the GPT just write the new theme for you. Be like, yeah. Oh, GPT, yeah. Give you a What's Howard next? Kramer, What's Dragon next? Boy Suede. You know, and it's like eh, ah, 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 penis. <laughs> Just starts throwing in keywords from my work. Summer. <laughs> hey, I wrote a joke for uh, like a, a a Jewish like a Jewish grandma commenting on runaway technology. Okay, uh, great. AI, oi. <laughs> AI oy vey. It's kind of a. I could tell from your reaction that didn't work. That's well, you're funny. Both, you're both nice guys. Good I friends. Like Thank you. I like it. I yeah, work my, on it. My Jewish AI? grandma joke Oy. is a hypothetical impression. It's uh, back in the 70s. It's a <clears throat> Jewish grandmother saying, you should hear my granddaughter sing. She's got the voice of an angel. Oh, really? What's her name? Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard her, damn it. Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> How'd she get a Jewish grandma, Linda Ronstadt? I don't know. <laughs> By the way, while you guys were talking, All right, I just, um, while you guys yep. were discussing, I, t I typed that into chat GPT to write a chart tune yeah and the very first verse is is viable it says come and gather around we're gonna break it down all the hits and misses gonna wear the crown every week we bring the latest sounds from the top of the charts to the underground oh my oh god oh my goodness yeah oh wow they did that while we were sitting here yapping yeah exactly <laughs> oh we're screwed <laughs> we're done <laughs> I mean, it's funny, and it's like I think people are gonna look back at clips from like these this year, and it's just all of us joking about yeah, AI is coming to get us, but really it is, you know? <laughs> no, it like, is. Yeah, like these, I've, I've these clips like this are not gonna age well. We're all just kind of laughing, like the next generation is gonna hate us for for unleashing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what did you do as the robots took over? Uh, we recorded podcasts. We right. Did. Right. Or that's yeah. a, that's been my theory too. Is that the the step right before they take over looks so funny and stupid? It kind of looks like a, you know, yes. it's like so it's, we're just mocking it as it's just. Getting its sea legs. Yeah, <laughs> like what's that coming to get? Kill yeah, us? like what oh is look, that thing? it made a mistake. Ha, ha, That's how stupid. dumb we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sloths. Like oh, what's that? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Tidal wave. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got an interesting chart today. Okay. This is the iHeart uh, uh, AAA chart. 
So it's the top five of every of like all the main genres. Ah. So it's a what? So wait, top five. How wait? How's the chart top, go the from top song charts across all your favorite genres? That's what it's called. So and it's then prob- how do so, they? Uh, so how probably, do they put it in order? So um, I'm guessing just like who's actually like it's the collection of the number ones, and then who's the biggest number one? Okay, you know what I mean, wow, interesting. Cool. Okay. Um. All right. This coming is cool. At coming in at number five. Number, number five. five. This is Beck with thinking about you. I've been thinking about you. <laughs> I got fifteen movies of you playing in my head, chasing the moonlight, watching the ocean turn blue, just thinking about you. I don't know. I don't know either. He's he's not singing with a sense of urgency. AI's coming back. Like <laughs> yeah. they could they could write ten of those in a minute. You gotta you gotta come at us with something. Yeah, yeah. Too funny. I you know the only time I've ever seen Beck play, there was a friend of mine who produced like this music show. It was back in the day, like the USA Channel would put on live bands and stuff. And Beck played, and they recorded it at uh, at the Warner Brothers stages. And he and I were in the green beds above the stage, like looking down and watching him do his thing. It was was pretty cool. He's a real artist. Right on, he is. And uh, his days are numbered. Oh, yeah. um, (laughs) I mean, if you're just doing acoustic guitar and voice, I mean, AI's got to be able to just... It's funny because the way he started was almost more advanced, you know, like where it's at and all that sounds more like what you'd think an AI would try to do. Yes, yeah, because it's like... It's like you know, a collage. conglomeration bouillabaisse, yeah. The new <laughs> pollution. Yeah. yeah, you belong in the new pollution. <laughs> bouillabaisse. <laughs> um, all right, coming in at number four. Number four. Number four. The National with Tropic Morning News. About anything interesting. It's the thing you have. You just don't know that you do it. You wait around in the conversation while I get in and start. This is peppy for these guys. I think they got the memo. Yeah. (laughs) They know the robots are breathing down their neck. (laughs) I love that everyone's got to start getting more upbeat. Serious. You got to start running. I mean, just the, the pace of everything's been speeding up. And now it's like going to go at robot speed and they're going to have no empathy for us whatsoever. No. That's the, We're going to have to write yeah. songs for them. That's the thing. I don't think they'll become like malicious overlords. I think more just like will be pets to them, you know, right? the way we think right. about pets. <laughs> yeah. But they may say like, well, your town needs to be eliminated for the greater good. So right. But it, or like that'll you know? be, it's like how we think of ants. You know, it's like we don't actually have it out for them, but right. Like, right. If we step on a few, we don't really care. You know. Them's okay. You, you ready for a quiz? Yeah. Okay. Yes. You've killed ants before, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. <clears throat> how how much are you taking away from them? <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Specifically, this is my question. Uh-huh. How long does an ant live? Are you taking a week away from that little guy? Or right. how much, how long does an ant oh, live? See. Do you know That's the answer? A, or are you? I found out yesterday, yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm surprised by it. I, if I, having <laughs> no real base for this guess, I would say two weeks. Two weeks. Good oh, guess. I'm going to say guess. that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Start. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll, I would think that's a good guess, but I'll say, I'll say a month. A month. Okay. Both of my initial thoughts and guesses were right in that ballpark. Okay. But they say that these little black ants that you would basically see in your house, they have a name for them. I forget what it is. Mm-hmm. Their lifespan is two to three years. Really? Wow. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> I did not. You see a little one, a baby one that looks like yeah, two to three years you're taking away. That's incredible. He's got a long future ahead of him. I, I yeah. was also, I thought I was like overshooting, you know, like two weeks. And then you're like nine hours. Yeah. Nine right. Yeah. yeah. Like I think a mosquito has that type of a lifespan. Right. And they, wow. they kill, uh, they kill more humans than any other creature. I found that out as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Three years. Amazing. I mean, it's pretty crazy. You think that thing has enough battery juice and like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's got that first year where it's young and spry, then the middle age, and it's got right. another year. Or even where like where all that experience will do any good or has a certain purpose to it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Because it just seems like there's a million on the way every day. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. To yep. replace them. So busy, yeah. but then, um, like second year, they become parents. They slow down a little bit. They have <laughs> yeah. other responsibilities, yeah, yeah. and you know, yeah, they start. You know, they got they got to do their hive shit. They got to get back <laughs> to the hive. But I, I have another ant quiz. I'll give it to you later on in the show. Oh, great, awesome! And you know, even though even though they never really have family from the second they're born, they're already ants. So. Terrible. Oh, look at that. Just there terrible. Terrible. Very Just good. the worst. At least it didn't take very long. <laughs> yeah. Hey, AI, can you give us a better version of that joke immediately, please? <laughs> we got to step it up. Yeah. I also just want to point out the AI version that came up with the thing in like 20 seconds is better than any rap I could write given, you know, two to three years. I know. Me too. Lifespan of an ant. I couldn't come up with anything that good. It is depressing. <laughs> you know, it's crazy how competent it is. Like, like, I haven't seen it do anything amazing yet. But it's just so immediately competent. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. AI ants. AI. Let's pitch that right now. <laughs> ants. Ants. AI. <laughs> ants. 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 Ants official intelligence. Right. Ants official. Ants. Antificial yeah, intelligence. Antificial yeah, intelligence. Ants. <laughs> AI it's, could already have that uh, organized good. as a pitch yeah, and we, already have sent it to the AI over at Warner Brothers. Oh, totally, sure. yeah. It's already in production. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm a big fan of Paul Rudd, but I think there's still space in the, uh, the ant entertainment universe for the rest of us. Yeah, let's help our ideas in there for sure. (laughs) All right, more ant talk on the way. Um, What's coming up next? Okay, coming in at number three. Number number three. three. Hosier with Eat Your Young. Speaking of ants, don't they do that? 
They do. Or, uh, I don't know if they eat them. First hey, uh, give me this song, make it a little peppier. <laughs> yeah. Make the uh, the vocals a little weepier. A uh, little weepier. Give me a uh, scat cat rap break in the middle. <laughs> uh, put some of it in Korean. <laughs> it's crazy just when you think of all the possibilities. He's the uh, yeah. take me to church guy, right? Yeah, take me to church. Oh, See, I, I like that song. This one is a little weak. I do too, but I think it's 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 not the right attitude for a Sunday morning. You jump in the car, take me to church. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Should be. (laughs) It's too too demanding. It's too it's too much about the self. Yeah, Yeah. I I think if you're going to be demanding, it it would have to be like take me to churches. Like you want some fried chicken. Take me to churches. uh, Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Churches, (laughs) drive through, knock it out. Um, um, but yeah, um, that one, I mean, that could survive against AI. They brought the tempo. They brought a little bit of weirdness. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I asked ChatGPT to give us a surprising fact about ants. Would you, okay. would you like nice. to hear what it said? Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, yeah, if it's better than mine, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, all right. One surprising fact about ants is that they are capable of farming and have been doing so for millions of years. Wow. Some species of ants, known as farming ants, have developed a symbiotic relationship with with certain types of fungus. These ants cultivate the fungus by feeding it with bits of leaves and other organic matter. So they they farm mushrooms for themselves. Wow. And then what do they do? They, They eat the food that they're growing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The fungus provides food. It says they've even been known to weed and fertilize the fungus gardens. Wow. So that's right. They're like Paul Stamets. They're like shroom, shroom. They're like (laughs) growing shrooms. Yeah, exactly. That intelligence, the intelligence of the shrooms and the ants has already combined. Yeah. That's pretty remarkable. And I, I, on more than one occasion, I've seen Ants carry little pieces of leaves back to their hill. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> right but now, I learned something new today, Brett. Thank you. And by the that way, guy, growing shrooms is hard. I remember having friends like try to do it and they, you got to yeah. get in like a sterile environment and like do it. Yeah, home, they right? got to get that Tupperware. Yeah. You got to go down to bed, the container store and you got to get like, <laughs> right. brand new sterile tubs. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah. what's harder, growing your own shrooms or uh, talking with the dealer for an hour and a half in the Hardy's parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know how easy it is to get shrooms now? They were just selling them in packages the other night at this comedy show I was doing. The really? Guy had a t- table set up with well, weed and cookies and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, you have shrooms too? Bought a candy bar. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah, um, it's out there. You know, I think uh, mushrooms and and weed and stuff like that's better than anything they would make in a lab. I'd take that over oxy any day. Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah, less addictive. But I don't leave. I'll leave some of it out. See if the ants get to it. Now that I know that they're into shrooms. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe they'll <laughs> leave they a carry little, it off. Leave a little planter box by it. See if they yeah. plant it. <laughs> see if they stick it in the dirt. Yeah. You know what's funny? The guy, the guys who do grab stuff, like you say, the guys who walk off with stuff, they are absolutely the most vulnerable. Because I might not see an ant walking across my counter, but right. the second they're carrying something, I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He looks like another species. Yeah, I got to get rid of that guy. He's up to no good. Yeah, where's the spray? Let me uh, ingest some of that in my lungs while I commit a genocide of ants. No, no. I don't spray them with any. I just crush them. You just crush I mean, you can kill them with any. Like, you can kill them with, like, water spray. I mean, they can't, they can't handle their body filling up with water. Right. Yeah. I would try to get rid of them quick. Take them back. Put them out of their Take mi- out. misery. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what AI is going to do to us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're just going to come and spray us with water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can't handle it. Oh, I can, my body. Oh. They figured it out from this episode. They, li- they listen in. They got <laughs> yeah. the information. Just spray them down. All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. Depeche Mode. Number two. With Ghosts Again. <laughs> Depeche mode. I never heard somebody put the uh, accent on the pesh part. Well, I was I was confused by it. I was surprised. It's a surprise Depeche mode. Right. Yeah. Depeche mode. It's like a exclamation. <laughs> Shit, these guys, they're back and um, they have added dates. I think they have like five dates in Southern California. They had to keep adding uh, venues and stuff. Uh, There's two of them, I guess, now. Not Dave and Martin. They're selling Uh, a lot of tickets. Yeah, Fletch passed away. I think he had an aneurysm. When I was in uh, coming up, Depeche Mode was like, I love Depeche Mode and the Smiths. But I uh, saw them at uh, Dodger Stadium for their 101 tour back in the day. Um, Dave Gahan has a signature voice. When he starts singing, you know who it is like right away. Yeah. He definitely I'll does. I'll be honest. You, saw, you seem a lot too happy of a guy to be into those two bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm evil <laughs> where it counts, on the inside. <laughs> on the inside. You hide it well, whatever Thank you're you. going through. My gosh. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, this, those are two bands that I, I don't think I'll ever be able to crack, like, in my life. Like, uh-huh. I've, I've really grown and, and, like, adapted to a lot of different kinds of music over the years. I just don't think I'll ever quite like those two. Totally get it. What if it's you go to thing. prison? What if what if you went to prison <laughs> and nobody was there to protect you? A lot of bad things happened. I'm just saying. <laughs> then there's always a makes sense. There's always a chance. <laughs> yeah, Depeche Mode <laughs> might be a nice relief after <laughs> prison. Well, I mean, you know, like uh, <laughs> just that. Um, you know, usually if you if you didn't get into them when you were a teen, when you had a lot of emotional problems and then now you're past it but i'm saying like even the ai the ai could send you into a depeche mode face when they start rubbing everybody out yeah they'll make you listen to it to me it is the voice like the 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 depeche like 
It is. It's le- like I'll like some depressing ass music, but that's in the middle somewhere. It's like uh-huh. feels. He seems like he's numbed out or something. Right. And I yeah. did look for tickets uh, locally. They were playing at like SoFi, but it was like $500. Yeah, oh, the wow. demand is insane. Yeah, I don't wow. like them $500 these days. Had I not seen them before, I would have thought about it, but I'd seen them before. I wonder who's opening for them. <laughs> Probably like Yaz or something. Oh, yes. <laughs> Upstairs at Eric's. <laughs> In its entirety, yeah, um, yeah. I wonder that. May, uh, I could see him grabbing, uh, uh, like a like um, what's her name, the country girl. I know this is weird, Casey Musgraves. Oh, really? I could Casey see them. Musgraves. I could see them making a wild choice. Man, something uh, that's pretty wild. I that's just pretty I'm, wild. I'm a huge fan of Casey Musgraves. I think her voice is beautiful and. She's a real artist. She, we saw her open for Willie great. Nelson at the Shrine. And it was the day after Glenn Campbell died. And she took the stage oh, wow. wearing a sequin costume. Like it was all like a cowboy outfit. And her first number was Rhinestone Cowboy. Nice. And everyone at the Shrine, shrine sang along with her. And it was, it was a great show. That's great. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that in Who Wear It Better at the back end of People magazine. I saw her at Outside Lands, and she really did. Her presence on stage felt like she was like some superior being. You know, I like, agree. There, there are people who are that just like beautiful of a species or something that you're just yeah. Like, Whoa, yeah. Shout and out to Spearman really- Rhino again. <laughs> 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 this is O2. This is before everything. Uh, but there's a song of hers that I really love. It's called Oh, What a World. And there's a version of her singing it on the Today Show and like their outdoor venue. And like all these like 10 and 12 year old girls are like singing along with her. And I was just like, hey, this is a positive image of an artist doing something besides, you know, looking good and putting out synth pop. She's sitting there with a the guitar. She's the real deal. Right on. Shout out to Casey Musgraves. Okay, was that number one? No, here's number one. Number one. The Revivalists with Kid. What's the, uh, we got, we got to come up with a term for these type of songs that just like, <laughs> they sound like they're anywhere Americana. You know what I mean? Like they're <laughs> yeah. good songs, but you can't figure out what band it is, but it could be any one of those bands. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like, um, like craft beer rock or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, they're not uh, going yacht rock. Craft beer. <laughs> craft beer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like IPA, a, yeah, it's like IPA, <laughs> America. We sound American. We sound yeah. American, but like it's not. Uh, it's like so a, it's, one step out of the mall. Like you can, I don't sure. Know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it could 21. be any American. Right. Is this Ohio? Is this? 
What is this? Well, it must be challenging for the revivalists to tour because I understand they just play in tents on the outskirts of town. <laughs> you know, so they got a complicated hey, I, rider. It is like it, a, a confusing name, like to just be so on the nose like that. Yeah. Like you'd it wonder sounds if, exactly like what they are. You'd also think that like, would be taken. Yeah. It's right. like two on two on the nose. Like <laughs> like if they were called Revivalica. Or something. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. It's like um, you'd put on a hat you bought at a Western shop. Yeah. You don't wear sneakers on stage. You wear leather shoes. And then all of a sudden you're this authentic thing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Beck just had a guitar, but we know it's Beck. Right. These guys... AI could easily replace these oh, guys. No question. Of all of all the ones in the top five, I would I might think that was AI already. Yes. Uh, well, uh, hopefully they'll bring something new to it. The computers. <laughs> um, we'll have more ant talk up ahead, and we'll be right back with the movie chart. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I'm H. Michael Cray, and I'm right here with my guest, Matt, Matt Knudsen and Brett Morris. And this is the movie chart. <laughs> Movies, they used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. Most of them, I am not a client. People on the big screen are fucking giant. Movies. Woo. <laughs> Great. Great song. I had never heard someone call themselves a client of movies. Uh, it's great. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not in your client list for this particular film. Yeah, so it's more like a hooker, like a hooker yeah. and a giant yeah. type of a oh, thing. Great twist. You know, speaking of that being giant on the big screen, and speaking of ants, and speaking of 420, which is this week, one of the oh, best wow. movie experiences I ever had was watching Bugs. It was a documentary about bugs in an IMAX, and it was on 420, and I was out of my mind, and these ants and these bugs... Whoa. Were fucking wow. giant as the song goes. Cool. And you really felt like you were on their level. So like yeah. I never, uh, like the sense of scale was insane. Like you right. see those Again. little rhino bugs with the weird horns and oh the, yeah, like, uh -huh. microcosmos. Ugh. Yeah, I mean to see them as if you were on, like they were the size of a rhino. Uh, it's way Rough more stuff. interesting on that on that way side more scary. Yeah. Yeah. And if you you saw like an ant or any one of those like smaller insects on the scale of like zoo animals, you'd be terrified. These things look like exactly. monsters. <clears throat> yeah, they look like, yeah, full-blown, yeah, like alien monsters, you know? Yeah. Rick Imagine Baker. if you shrank down and could walk around your own groin. How scary that would be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the crabs alone would eat you alive. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> You'd be like, God damn, I have to climb this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's 
Why is it getting bigger? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ground's moving. The obelisk. <laughs> All right. Oh. Here are the movies. Coming in at this, uh, coming in at number five. Number five. Number five. The Pope's Exorcist. Whatever you do, you only do because God allows it. Russell Crowe. Really? Yeah. Father Gabriele Amorit. You performed an exorcism. I wonder if they have his band playing in it. Yeah, <laughs> 60 odd foot of grunts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It looks a lot like the old Exorcist. Yeah, it's unlikely I'm going to be a client of this particular film. Yeah, not, a client. <laughs> not a client. Not a client. Not a client. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I like Russell Cole, all right? Uh, it was a, you know, Gladiator is a good movie, and then, you know, uh, but I can't say just, he's the thing that would make me like, oh, man, have you seen the latest Russell Crowe? I got to get to the theater this yeah. weekend. Yeah, especially for something like this. Usually it would be something like rugged or something. Uh-huh. This is weird. For these, these kind of movies don't even need big actors usually, you know, exorcism and stuff. Right. Yeah, it's usually like a, a Blumhouse production, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> All right, coming in at number four. Number four. Number four. Dunces and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Dunces and Dragons ever known. <laughs> the Red Wizards created Holy an army shit. of the undead. Sounds lovely. Quite the opposite. I know I was being ironic. I find irony is a blade that cuts he who wields it most especially. You're not a lot of fun, are you? How are we gonna pull this off? We're gonna need a team. <laughs> Jesus. AI wouldn't even know how to make that. Because you go... AI, take immigrant song and turn it down real low and then put random talking and dialogue and noises over it. And it would be like, why? Why would I do that? Explode. Yeah, just to the search box, you type in immigrant song, low talking and teenage virgins. Yeah. It suddenly turns out the script. Yeah, it's like, humans are too crazy. Why do they want this? <laughs> I could see the uh, GTP. Is that what it says? GPT. 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 I could see them having like a, a war, like the East Coast, West Coast rap war. <laughs> like one engine comes up with a song. Oh, yeah. And, and goes like, GPT made it, you know? And then, you know, like those tags they put in rap songs, Mike Will made it. Yeah. GPT made it. Right. And then the other one comes through with like GPT version two made this one, motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they start shouting each other out in songs and stuff. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of competing, competing ones like that. I, and I yeah. bet they'll use each other, you know? Yeah. Like reference each other and stuff. Yeah. Right. Uh, not that this is a new uh, thing, but it feels just like if there's any property that's experienced any success at all, it's going to get its own movie at some point. You know, it's at the same time as the Mario Brothers video games and the Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. It's it's not a uh, an idea that was a script. It's uh, it's reverse osmosis. 
That's true. We got that already, Grandpa, but the robots <laughs> are going to be taking it even crazier. <laughs> Don't get me started on my tricked knee. <sighs> Coming in at number three. Number three. Number three. This is Air, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Been a tough year. Our sales are down. Our growth is down. Sonny, I brought you in here to grow the basketball business. To grow. People don't know what the hell a Nike is. What's a Converse? NBA All-Star shoe. There's nothing cool about Nike. You would have to have a pretty compelling pitch. I can tell them the one thing the other companies can't compete with. Our basketball division is terrible. I do not love it. A corporate success story. Speaking of everybody gets a movie, the shoe gets a movie, yes. and uh, Reebok will get a movie, Crocs will get a movie. <laughs> Tomato, they could probably yeah, the AI should take over. Yeah, I actually, uh, um, I auditioned to be uh, Joe Dean, the head of Converse in this movie. Oh, really? So, oh, really? Still waiting to hear. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my gosh. Oh, oh, man. Dude, you deserve it, buddy. Thank maybe hey, maybe uh, the what, prequel. What, you know? Who played <laughs> that? Who got the part? Do you know? I didn't see. I didn't okay. see. Um, they were terrible. I want to see that prequel of the Chuck Taylors, you know, more than the <laughs> Air Jordans. Oh, yeah. I want to see when they've learned how to make rubber uh, into uh, the <laughs> form vulcanized. of a foot. They, yeah, yeah, the first master in vulcanization. Yeah. Um, I could see myself seeing that movie at some point, uh, maybe in the cable run, but I'm not an opening weekend guy. No. That's Are you guys ready movie. for your ant quiz? I am, yeah. I hope so. Okay, two-parter. Do ants, do ants, Matt and uh -huh. Brett. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Do ants. <laughs> Matt Knudsen, Brett Morris. Do ants. <laughs> do ants bury their dead? Ooh. That's a great question. And also just the repeating of our name felt like you were vamping enough to make yes. up the question on this, but do hear me out. And um, I'm going to say no. Based on nothing but a hunch. What do you think, Brett? I'm going to say, since we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> I'm going to say, oh. <laughs> well, I, I know for a fact that they, they'll pick up their dead. They'll like, They'll deal with it, but I don't know what they do after. You know, they might okay. eat, eat it. They might bury it. I don't know. But I'll, I, okay. they do have a cleanup crew. So <laughs> ding, ding, ding for Brett. Yes. I guess he did have an advantage because he heard, <laughs> he already heard the answer. But they will, they pick up their dead and they have a chamber they bring them back to where they stick all the dead. Wow. That's crazy. That's, that's a remarkable. Okay. Now. Oh. Second parter. Okay. Do they, as soon as they see a dead ant, just pick it up and take it back to the nest? <laughs> uh, they, I answered first last time, Brad. What do you think? <clears throat> I I don't know the answer, but I'm going to say no. I bet they go let the others know. Or you th think they they'll leave they, a trail to it? I bet. The so one sees it and then says, "Let me go tell the others." Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to report it to the authorities. Okay. 
I'd like to think there's some universe where there's like a Monty Python version of ants where one of them, I'm not quite dead yet. And then they just give him a whack on the head and take him back to the cave. <laughs> I like that. But I don't know. We'll need a, we'll need a legitimate answer. I will say no. They leave them there to die and then take them back. I'm talking about a dead ant. Do they take them back to the cave or do they leave them there? Good question. Let right. me look it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the deal. When they see a dead ant, they don't immediately recognize it. It takes three days before that ant will still will start giving off the chemical wow. that attracts okay. the other ants. And then after the three days, they, they pick it back up and take it to the chamber. Oh, wow. okay. Interesting. So there's all sorts of wild chemical signals and stuff wow. going off. Right. They they won't recognize it until it starts giving off that right. stench chemical. They just think he's called. being like a deadbeat. <laughs> Scientists <laughs> call it a, a pungent stench. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's amazing. I, mean, I think it's, it's amazing because I don't even know what they do with them over there. Are they going to eat them or do they just respect them? Like let them yeah. just let, I, I don't. That's it's so funny to think of somebody just laying there for two days and you're just going like you're just going like give him a chance like it's only right. been two days or like fuck it what is that I don't care right. yeah. what's it three He's days old there. oh look <laughs> do you smell something yeah I do okay yeah. all right yeah it's time smell my antenna ooh <laughs> found a dead guy huh ooh kind of pungent yeah. yeah. Uh, well, good job, you guys. Good ant quizzes. <laughs> Thank AI you. would have nailed it, you guys. Sure. Cagey, sure. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Was that number five? What was that one? That was number three. And so number two. Number two. Number two. John Wick, chapter four. This hit goes out to you, Mr. Wick. Woke up this morning. 42 regular, wasn't it? Yeah. And so it begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living in this time behind enemy lines, so I got mine. I hope you John Wick, Keanu Reeves, bangs the older ladies. <laughs> He's also in a band. enlightened <laughs> in a band. Mm -hmm. He's and, like uh, Macron. Yeah, rest in peace, Lance Reddick. I believe that was one of his last projects before he passed away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his project? John Wick. Um, John Wick 4. He was the handsome African-American gentleman from The Wire. Oh. Yeah, really Okay. Good. Oh, so this will be like Fast and Furious where, hey, we lost one of our own. We lost right. some part of our... John Wick family. Like, yeah. let's do 20 of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know if your listeners loved that show Corporate on Comedy Central, but uh, of course, he was also, you were in it. Yeah. He was also uh, one of the stars of that. And he was just yeah. so, oh, that so was him. Yeah. Oh, so, so funny. Good guy. Yeah. With you that, worked uh, with him on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that was uh, Matt Ingebretson and, uh, and Jake. Um, Fogelness. I mean, Jake. not uh, Jake uh, <laughs> Paul. Jake, Jake Fromm. No. Jake, uh, Jake the Snake They're Roberts. working on, um, no, they're doing um, This Fool now. This Fool. Yeah, it's their yeah. next thing. Those guys are so talented and funny. 
They don't listen. You don't have to kiss up to them. Oh, thank God. But I still mean it. I, do, right I don't kiss up. I just tell the truth. <laughs> right on. Uh, all right. Is it- Coming in at number one. Number, number one. one. I mentioned it earlier. Super Mario Brothers movie. I would go see this if they showed it at like an Italian restaurant. You go get an eggplant parmesan. I know a little garlic bread's yeah. coming. Bottle of red, bottle of white. Bottle of right. Oh my god, okay. Tiramisu. <laughs> yeah, I would go uh yeah. They'd have to get they'd have to do more than the movie for me, is I guess uh-huh. what I'm saying. Uh, did you guys see that uh, article that like uh, um, they the makers of the original Mario Brothers like after that came out it kind of like really ruined their career in Hollywood and they were sent to the wilderness and then like a, a few months ago Quentin Tarantino at the, at his Regency Theater they had a screening for it and it was packed with fans and it was like their you know uh, their their coming oh, out yeah. party. Wow! So, yeah, it was That's kind crazy. of a so story. Quentin Tarantino likes that movie. He's a huge fan. He's just like, why are people like getting more into this? And, <laughs> wow, <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. He gave them their flowers. That's cool. One of the weirdest movies ever made, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie's got 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, uh, but 96% but audience score. Right. Wow. That's what we're seeing. There, people were ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. And number one on the chart. Existing IP, go. people go, they root for it. Yeah. What do we know? Sometimes people don't want a critical favorite, you know? Um, well, huh? That's uh, why AI is going to do beautifully because they're going to know what people want. They're not going to be second guessing it. <laughs> right. Exactly. And they could probably serve you a different Mario voice, like depending on what you want. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't like that one. Don't here's like that. Another here's one. another one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't like it? Here's Dave Gahan from Depeche Mode. <laughs> right, Mario, yeah. Super Mario. You would Mario. love that one. I'm taking a ride with my best friend, <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> Well, awesome. That's, uh, listen, cinema's alive and healthy. No thanks, AI. We can handle it. And we can handle the hot picks. We'll be right back with those right here on Who Charted. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than iHeartRadio. I bet we did. Let's find out. All right. Coming in at number five. Number five. Number five. Howard's first pick. This is Logan Halstead with Man's Gotta Eat. Selling my food stamps Just to make ends meet 
time I've let slip off Trying like hell to sleep All I've got in this life Is a flat top and two left feet No streets of gold Cause I've sold my soul But a man's gotta eat There you go, some authentic yeah, roots man. country. Every single pe- person you meet that says they like country, they point to that type of stuff. You know, uh, what I mean, the sure. Americana. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't like the new country stuff, but that's it. And that stuff is starting to get real dark because there's so much uh, oxycontin and uh, addiction uh-huh. and stuff going on. I'm wow. really starting to hear. Like drugs and fentanyl get brought up in a lot of this country music, so cool. It's kind of it's kind of good and authentic. Yeah, I'm a a big roots rock Americana fan. That's kind of how my wife and I met. We met at a show here in L.A. and uh, they have shows at the the uh, the Cinema Bar in Culver City uh, on Sepulveda seven nights a week, like that for free. Oh, for That's free! Great. Yeah, they're so it's incredible. just a, uh, like a, a comedy open mic, like just all guys <laughs> like this, just trying to make it as singer songwriter. Exactly. I used to go to that I place mean, quite a lot, actually. That's a cool place. Love the cinema bar. Yeah, yep. And um, how much of that type of music is upbeat? Because a lot of the one the stuff that I hear, like that, and it, it always is usually a guy talking about some depressing stuff. Right. Uh, I would say by and large, the era that I went to the cinema bar, there was a little more upbeat. It was less of a single guy. I just mean like Americana in general. If you uh-huh. listen to it, like how much of it is like life affirming and fun? Uh, that's I would say most of it is not. well you've you've heard that joke like uh what happens when you play a country music song backwards yeah you you get your all your shit back you get your dog and your wife (laughs) your truck they all come back (laughs) yeah but i I don't know that's kind of the tradition of it though you know true no i don't know i i really do think that the other forms of country the stuff that we call like modern country middle of the road country even the 60s 70s country there is a there's more of a balance of like right. happy songs and fun songs and drinking uh-huh. songs. Uh-huh. And that with Americana, it just always seems to be a little bit sober. Like I have to say serious things in order to be taken seriously. Right. Kind of right. Right. I, think that's I get the up at the crack of dawn. Right. Yeah. I agree. I, I think the note is uh, lighten up country. Yeah. Lighten, lighten up, it up, Francis. Lighten <laughs> it up. I bet the ants have more upbeat songs than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. seriously. Yeah. They're, they're energetic. They're <laughs> buzzing true. around. They got to right. march to something. Right. Yeah. It, then they just change it on the third day when they realize their friend is dead. <laughs> right. That's when you bring out the other. Only every other, yeah. uh, every third day. Yeah. yeah then you play a dirge, a funeral dirge or something. <laughs> All right, yeah. coming in at number four. Number four. Number four. This is my hot pick. This is uh, off the new, brand new Metallica album, which is actually quite good. Um, this is a song called Chasing Light. This is one of the ones I kind of dug. Here we go.
Doobie-doop, doobie-doop, doobie-doop. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Holds up, man. It sounds like something they released 20 years ago. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, this part. Doobie-doop. That's the highest note he's hit on record. And I was going to say, like, the music wow, sounds like cool. regular Metallica, but yeah. it sounds like he's trying to do more singing or something. His voice... Not in, I'm not saying it in a bad way, but right. he's, like, definitely trying to be more of a singer or something. Uh, yeah, I think that's been sort of a trend with them for a while. Like, his voice is just seems to get better, like, uh, as an actual singer. But, like, on this album... Yeah, like, on this just album, going like this, he's, like, trying to hit notes and stuff. Yeah, Mark. on this one, I'm really impressed by how good he sounds, like, uh, on, like, his vocals. Like, he's not doing... Too much of a cowboyish, like yodeling singing that he's been doing, like more in a modern age. He's like back to something. What do you mean, cowboy? Oh, like well, when he he's goes, been like a more clear voice on the bow. <laughs> you know, classic that, uh, Hetfield. Yeah. You know when they did that turn the page cover when he's like, right. is that what you're talking about? Yeah, maybe uh-huh. that. I mean, I can't really do it for you, but like he's cleared up his voice more and it's less growly and like. Like he, it's more bellowy. Like he's he's just sort of bellows. Yeah, he's more singing. Clear he's notes. More singing, but I'm yeah. saying on this album, he's the best of both. Like it's it's kind of crazy how melodic and strong his voice sounds, and it's also raspy and and cool sound. Cool. Right yeah, on. I saw um, Metallica and Guns and Roses at the Rose Bowl in the '90s. Oh, nice. It was just it was just that was prime, like prime time for both of amazing them. Amazing yeah. tour. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And then uh, one of the scenes that we did for shrinking is just me and uh, me and Jason Siegel were sitting in the empty Rose Bowl. You know, it's uh, uh, was the set for one of the things that we did, and I was just like, the the road is long and winding. You know, to have a, <laughs> yeah. for being strange, that young guy, and being in that environment it was pretty cool. <clears throat> that's awesome. I saw Metallica at the Rose Bowl, but just you know, a few years ago. Uh-huh. And it was an amazing show. It was the worst experience driving to a concert I've ever had. Oh, I bet. The I Rose bet. Bowl does not have it figured out. They do not. Yeah. Not, not even close, even back then. Yeah. Um, but it's a good album. It's a good Metallica album. Sounds great. Listen. Um, all right. Coming in at number three. Dumbra three. three. This is Howard's second pick. This is Diplo. Use me, uh, featuring Dove Cameron and Sturgill Simpson. Is that right? <laughs> there's like a yeah, bunch of is. there's like a bunch of versions of this. All right. Yeah, but I mean, it's basically uh, Diplo and Sturgill Simpson, and uh, I'll let you. I won't say anything. I'll let you come to your own conclusions. Okay. <laughs> Country charts. Yeah. <laughs> so you 
And this is like 1970s Euro disco. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, if if I didn't know beforehand, and you just played it for me, and they're like, "Hey, what song is this?" I was like, "I don't know. Is it the theme song to Blue Bloods yeah. on CBS?" Tom <laughs> Selleck show. See, I think that kind of. I think like the that. new country just collects everyone else's stuff from like five years ago, or from in this case, <laughs> you know, thirty, forty years ago. Yeah. But it's like yeah. they'll just collect it and use it all again. Like they. They'll yeah, do. but usually it still sounds like country somehow. This is like, yeah. it's so like flimsily it's connected. It's in there, just maybe in a tweak of her voice or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Sergio Simpson gets away with a lot, I think. I mean, he... he <laughs> He uh, he's everybody's darling, but then these songs come out. I don't know. It's like just so barely country. Uh-huh. Um, interesting, interesting developments over there. Uh huh. Um, coming the in, disco robots country. Take care of them. Yeah, the, yeah. The the EDM country, uh, uh, whatever you call it, mashup of the genres. Yeah. I think has. Is yet to distinguish itself. I mean, it has is not it has not put out anything good really yet. Whereas Bro Country has a lot of fun songs and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, EDM Country hasn't. No. All right. All right. You are not a client. I am not a client. I'm not a client of EDM Country. <laughs> Coming in at number two. Number two. Number two. This is Matt's pick, Lizzo with Special, featuring SZA. Don't know who I'm supposed to be, I'm just acting up, I'm crash as fucking never saying sorry. Found out in the end that I can only do it for me. You call it sensitive and I call it superpower, you just like empathy cause you think it gives you power. All I know is only God can judge me, I don't hide my heart, I wear it on me. But it had a kind of a fun, positive vibe to it, and uh, you know, good message. I'm not special. I'm in, I was in regular classes. Don't, don't say. <laughs> yeah, who you calling special? Who calls yeah. special? Yeah, I went to the with the regular kids. Yeah, there was another element too that drew me to this because uh, you know there was a lot of clapback with the fans of the Mandalorian that she was like in an episode and they were you know oh, they yeah didn't think she was good and belonged there and she's just like whatever right. you know I haven't gotten there yet I'm still on the newest season but I haven't gotten to that episode uh, she wasn't a hut right <laughs> no she uh, they didn't make her uh, a hut uh, oh, uh, oh, come uh, on come uh, on I mean, well, why else would people get mad unless they say like she's not she's not big enough to be a hut like yeah. right uh, why don't yeah. give it to somebody bigger <laughs> right hey. what was it well it was just like oh we don't it was like, it just, like a celebrity cameo like oh why did she pop up yeah yeah i think something so. like oh, that yeah. and she was also ironically enough married to jack black which he didn't seem to get a lot of clap for you know being in it it was him christopher lloyd and lizzo 
were like the guest stars in the episode. Okay. People uh, like, maybe it's just because like there? he's such a good actor. I don't know. Maybe people just think they they just pandered or something to like right. a pop crowd. I think like with Star Wars, be, yeah, you don't you don't want to see celebrities pop up because it pulls you out of it. Yeah, you that know, could like, very well be part of it too. I mean, they didn't use a lot of big actors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. But in, like, these, in the Mandalorian. Empire Strikes Back. Now we got Marlon Brando. You yeah. know, it wasn't right. like that. The Mandalorian's right. a little bit more of a cameo thing. Like, it, it's fun because yeah. it's sort of side quests. It's like, you don't feel like it's stomping on like the main saga, you know? Oh, yeah. Cause True. It's, yeah, TV. Um, but I sure love that show. To me, it's exactly what I want. It's way better than the than the movies, the last movies. Yeah, I agree. And um, you know the the guy who plays the um, Mando in the suit is uh, you know a pal of mine, Brendan Wayne. It's John Wayne's grandson. Oh, Pedro really? Pascal. Yeah. No, uh, he doesn't do doesn't he doesn't do any of this. Yeah, I know. He's yeah. He does like the, he's like, there like I'll every fifteen episodes when he takes off the helmet. Yeah, which exactly. is uh, illegal in the Mandalorian code. Yeah, I'll just do voice. I'll do three hours of voiceover one time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. for the whole thing, it's it's yeah. remarkable. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's really Bre- cool. Brendan's a he's a great guy. Does uh, he talk a- like this when he's <laughs> in the costume? <laughs> Uh, Brendan is the mayor of Santa Monica. No matter how much success he's had, he still uh, keeps one bartending shift at the Lobster on the Santa Monica Pier. Oh wow! And he's there really? Once a week, just because he he likes it. He lo- he's a people person and he loves it. He'll never quit That's that job. That's great. That's cool. It's like Andy Kaufman at the deli. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, right on. Well, all right. Coming in at number one. Uh, number number one. one. Okay. This one's uh, straight up cringe country. This is exactly why people don't like country uh, right now. Or the I people that it. we talk to that aren't, you know, red state people. Right. Nice cold pick. Howard's pick. This is Lakeview with Home Team. I hope it's really about like high school sports. <laughs> well, at least one of the, you. It's one yeah. of the reasons it sucks. Good old boys knee deep in the concrete, working sixty hours because he's saving for a diamond ring. This is for oh that God. single mom that's working on a double shift, cleaning off a plate so she can feel the one to feed her kids. Oh, oh you only get it if you know, oh, and I know. I work my fingers to the bones till I ain't got nothing left. Yeah. I've noticed them like incorporating that kind of sound into it. Yeah, and then like home team. Home team is a sports analogy. Yeah. There was yeah. nothing he was saying. About, it right. was just like Yeah, nothing no. was about sports. It was about his job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's he talking about? Well, he did have a specific <laughs> shout outs to who the song was for, so I think that people can identify yeah, with you that. There, listen. That was you more I, that that was more pandering than Lizzo's special. <laughs> You know, <laughs> right, call, right, you yeah. know, I was a little, I'm a little allergic to that when she's like, you're special, oh, you're special. But then this right. guy, 
Right. Because yeah, she's not like being specific. Like you work at the convenience store, but you're special. <laughs> yeah. you, you work at the lumber part of Home yeah. Depot, but yeah. you're special. Yeah. So in, in the music video, which I watched before we uh, we came on the air, she, it's, she's talking to like a little girl and it's a girl empowerment sure. thing. So she's letting her know like, hey, next generation, you're doing it. You know, but um, yeah, that was pretty, pretty pandery. Like, hey, you working 12 hours a day in the concrete, so you're special. Yeah. Yeah. He starts calling out a specific guy. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Swenson works over at Stripling Blake, your lumber yard. I think, I think Lakeview has got to like, got to stand on their own two feet a little bit before yeah. like uh, tributing, you know. The oh. working class, dude. You know what I mean? Because I don't think yeah. I don't think they're even doing as well as the mechanic. <laughs> oh yeah, the guys that came to our gig and gave us five dollars yeah. so we can get <laughs> this home. one's for you, for you. Yeah, that's, also a, that's a crappy one. Yeah, it reminded me of one of my favorite uh, Onion headlines of all time. Busboy works hard every day to take food off the table for his family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's genius. Yeah, special. The song for you, for you. All right, hey, Chat right GPT, up. write a country song called Home Team. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah, I was born and raised in this little town where the sun beats down and the crops abound. We may. It's already better. We may not have much, but we've got pride, and we stand together side by side. But he didn't do it. He's got no sports in there. That's stupid. <laughs> We're the home team. We don't back down from a challenge or a rival in our town. We've got heart. Mm, we've got soul. Okay. Yeah. That's I better. Mean, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't call out specific careers. So I'm not <laughs> interested. Not into it. Oh, <laughs> um, that's fun. You know, the computer, I wonder how they're going to get the sexy. You know what I mean? Because they, they could write a song. But then could they go up and be like a Shakira? It's like shaking ass and stuff yeah. like that. That may be where we <laughs> yeah. get them. That may be where we get them. Yeah. Um, that was super fun. Shout out to you, whatever job you got in America. <laughs> Check out Matt on Shrinking on Apple TV. Um, you want to send them to social media or anything? Um, you know, it's all on the it's all on the link tree at Macanutson. Uh, links to my albums, my dry bar special website, social OnlyFans, cool. Only fans, it's all there. Squads, you're special, everyone. Nice. Yeah, you're special. <laughs> OnlyFans IG account. You jerking it to my OnlyFans, you're special. <laughs> um, this right is my on. home team. Yeah. I'd uh, start. Tell, um, yeah, go to, uh, let, just go to who charted pod, sign up for a tier and you can listen to two charted every single week. You can listen there you to, go. uh, all the old preem streams, which are fantastic. You can listen there to you go. all if the old who charted. If it's been a while since you've checked those out, people are really loving the directions, yeah. uh, that we're going with those. So check those out. And uh, I just got back from Cancun for a wedding, and uh, it was full of, of fun and craziness that I'm sure I'll talk about on this week's Two Charted. So uh, yes, I up. got a text from him that was nuts. We're going to talk yeah. about that on Two Charted. <laughs> Coco Bongo. Coco Bongo. Coco Bongo. <laughs> Insane. Uh, was right it that Ed Sullivan, Little Mouse? Um, check. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Sorry. Also check out um, Drop Date Duel and uh, Grift Horse with Megan Beth Keister. And we will see you right here next week on Who, Who 
Charted. Charted.